1: I'm your host, Dori DiCarlo, and you know we are here week after week, show after show, breaking those myths that mompreneurs and business women, especially those of us building our businesses from home, that we're just dabbling in between bake sales and getting our nails done, we're not. We are smart, we are savvy, and we are sharing the wisdom of women in business and in life, and I'm thrilled to be bringing today's guest into our author's alley Janet Sapala is an acclaimed journalist, six-time Emmy Award-winning anchor and reporter, having worked as an anchor and host in several cities around the country. One of Janet's greatest passions is caring for animals, especially rescues. She volunteers and serves on the advisory board of the Coachella Valley Horse Rescue in Indio, California, where she met WAPO. Janet knew that the life lessons in this story will be valuable for parents and their children's to share together. And this is her first book, and you're going to love it. So with that being said, Janet, welcome to Word of Mom Radio. Oh, Dory, thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be here today. I'm excited and I'm honored to have you. I mean, I think you're my first
2: Emmy Award winner that we've had as a guest. Oh. So it's like, woohoo! Oh, thank you. I'll tell you, it's, uh, it's amazing. I can't believe how many years it's been that I've been in the business. And I actually just left TV News a couple of years ago, but it was my career for many years right out of college. And those Emmy Awards were hard fought. And there was a lot of competition, great people in the industry. So I still to this day covet those awards. But it's more about, you know, the quality of the work and putting yourself out there to the point where you're you've got that nose to the grindstone you're focused and you do what you need to do to accomplish your dreams and your goals and that's what those Emmys pretty much symbolize to me it's very exciting so I have to ask you I know you know in reading the book
1: it talks about this being a true story so yes. I would love for you to
2: share how you met WAPO Oh, it's a great story, Dory. I have to tell you, as you mentioned, I volunteer at the Coachella Valley Horse Rescue in Indio, which is in the area of Palm Springs. If people don't know where Indio, it's in the Coachella Valley there. And I came across WAPO one day when I was on poop patrol because <laughs> <It was laughs> I, I muck the stalls and feed the horses. And it was brought to my attention that WAPO had befriended our Mabel there at the rescue, our pot-bellied pig. And she showed me a picture of the two, and they're, like, right next to each other, spooning, and great friends. But the bigger thing was, and I emphasize the word bigger, this calf just kept growing and growing and growing to the point where now he has to be one of the world's largest steer with one of the world's largest hearts. He's about three thousand pounds at five years old today and they normally get between a thousand and fifteen hundred pounds so he's pretty much double the size of an average steer but as big as he is that's as big as his heart he can he couldn't be more kind more friendly more loving to anyone who crosses his path and that's the two-legged kind and the four-legged variety so that's why i fell in love with wapo and his story began as An orphaned calf, an orphaned calf with a home that, well, nobody had for him until a kind lady there in the Coachella Valley, Lynn Jamerson, came across him through a farmer friend. And there were three of them, these baby calves. And she said, what am I going to do? I only have room for one. And before she knew it, WAPO started suckling on her hand. And she said, I guess I don't have to choose you because you've chosen me. And because you're so good-looking, I'm going to name you Wapo, which means handsome in Spanish, for those who don't know. And that's where this whole story began. So you talk about heartwarming. He also has, as God would have it, he has a heart-shaped white patch on his forehead. It's just incredible. The whole story just fell into my lap. So you can understand why I felt this story had to be in the hands of children. First of all, it was about animal rescue so important to rescue these animals who have no place to go, no love, no kindness being shown to them. So it's important that we we seek them out, we find them, and we give them loving homes. We find loving homes for them. The other part of it is that, hey, you know what? He's huge, and he's probably breaking records, and he's making friends with everybody who comes across his path. There's something to this. There are life messages in this story, and that's, again, why I felt this story had to be in hands of children. You know, I'm not really a children's book author. I'm a journalist. I write news. I write articles. I write nonfiction. <laughs> this, but, and this is really nonfiction because it is based on a true story, but it's a whole different genre, right? Because it's children and children are attracted to a certain type of, of story and a certain type of writing style. So what I did was this was not what I was going to write initially. I called one of my best friends at the world's famous San Diego Zoo. She is in charge of the publishing arm there. And she's a prolific children's book author, award winning. So I called her up and I said, Georgianne, I've got a great story for you. You've got to write this story. I proceeded to tell her the premise of the story. And she said, and she's one of my best friends. She'll tell me. She said, you're right. This book should be in the hands of children, but I can't write it because my plate is overwhelming right now. It's overflowing. I got to write for the San Diego Zoo, but I'll tell you what I'll do. You write it and I'll guide you every step of the way. So I thought about that for a few days. I chewed on it and I got back to her and I said, you know what, I still don't because I started researching and I saw that writing for children and children's books, it's a specific genre. I knew I couldn't learn that style of writing overnight. So I said to her, I'll tell you what I do. I'll do, I write, of course, and I love children and I'm all about animals. If I can collaborate with someone who has the time to work with me, I'll do it that way. And she said, you know what? Funny you should ask. Uh, There's a woman here at the San Diego Zoo who just took early retirement and she would be perfect for this book if she's up to it and she can do it. If she likes what, you, what you're throwing out there and you two can connect, then let's make it happen. So I said, all right. She connected us. And when she learned of the story and the subject matter, she said, let's do it. So here we are today, Wendy Perkins, who is amazing with children. She also taught children for a while, too. And she said, let's do it. And here we are a year later. We've got WAPO's giant heart. <laughs> I love this story. So what are you hoping that children and their families get out of reading this book? Well, as I mentioned, that's a very good question, Dory. It's all about those life messages about love, kindness, acceptance, friendship, diversity. And the reason I say diversity is because Wapa was raised on Lynn's farm, the woman who adopted him. And his best friends were Barney the donkey Bambi the goat and of course Mabel the pot-bellied pig they all loved him they all grew up with him but when he got to be so humongous inside Lynn no longer had room for him at her farm so she had to take him to another venue a sanctuary she took him there and then the animals looked at him from afar and judged him and you know what they say about judging anyone when you judge you never know what's on the inside right So they wouldn't be friends with him. And he became very sad. He would lay down to look smaller. He would kick up his heels to show how playful he was. And yet they still judged. And you know, there's a saying that goes and it resonates so much when it comes to WAPO and that is, those who judge will never understand and those who understand will never judge. And it's so important. You never want to judge a book by its cover because you'll never know what's on the inside. So after a lot of hurt feelings on the part of Wapo, Lynn, who would come and visit him, brought his best friend, Mabel, the pot-bellied pig. They, of course, reconnected, and the animals watched from afar. And they saw how kind he was to Mabel and how sweet he was to Mabel. And then they said, oh, okay. well, now we see we can be friends with him. And they came up close and personal with WAPO and they all became friends because WAPO didn't hold a grudge. That's another thing. You never want to hold a grudge. Give those who may be a little bit uh, unworthy, (laughs) shall I say, of your friendship, give them a second chance. Maybe they are worthy. And that's what WAPO did. He never judged them. He never held that grudge. He said, sure. And he brought them into the fold and they all became great friends so that's why i did it because it's you can't judge someone or something by how they look give them a chance find out what's on the inside and if we teach our children at the young age at those young ages of between say zero and ten because that's when they're really baking and they're really sopping up everything that we throw out there then hopefully they'll learn those qualities that we all should have those qualities that we want to instill in our children, then they're going to teach their children for generations to come. It'll just keep repeating itself. So I felt that this was a great way to give back and to bond between adults and children and to promote literacy, which is so important because, you know, reading for children stirs their imagination. It helps with their cognitive skills. It helps with their social skills. And again, that bonding, Issue Whether it's between adults and children or siblings, and older sibling, sharing those life messages with a younger sibling, it's all good. And that's really why I wanted this book to get out there. It's
1: amazing because in the animal kingdom, it's the same as in the human kingdom.
2: Mm-hmm. When
1: somebody is being ostracized or just ignored or whatever, all it takes is one person. One person that winds up sitting with them and talking with them and everything else for people to break down and go, oh, okay, all right. Well, what do they have to say? So I lo- it's such a sweet story. It really, really oh. is. <laughs> it's just a really sweet story. So what kind
2: of response are you getting
1: from people with the story?
2: As you might guess, people are falling in love with WAPO's giant heart because it's just that. It's a heartwarming story. And this gentle giant is grabbing people's heartstrings. He's tugging at people's heartstrings because there's no way you can't fall in love with this gentle giant. He's so sweet. He doesn't have a mean bone in his body. And he's teaching us, he's instilling in us those really important human qualities. You know, as Jesse Jackson said, we need to turn to one another, not on one another. And you look at this country, how it's so divided these are adults who are fighting among one another what kind of example are we setting for our children they look at this and they learn from this i want them to learn about love and bringing us together as one it's not a pollyannish thing to think it's real it's it's important it's viable and we've got to come together we've got to be united and it starts with teaching our children well there obviously, our future. Dora, you have grandkids. I hope to have some in the very near future. We want to teach our children well, just like we taught our our children. And now we want to teach our grandchildren, want our grandchildren to teach their children and their grandchildren. And it just goes on and on and on. Preaching good, preaching good over evil, preaching good over bad, all of those things that can only turn out to be a positive in our lives and in our children's lives. So yes, people are loving it. They're lapping up the virtues of WAPO. They're learning the lessons of WAPO. I've had moms come up to me and say, wow, just reading this to my child, I'm being reminded of kindness. I'm being reminded to be a better person. So, you know, it's like we can all be reminded of these very basic human qualities that should be in all of us. I agree.
1: And, you know, when you look at life through the eyes of a child, that's the Mm. difference because children are pure love. Yes. They just are. I I look at my grandson and from the time he could talk, we'd be at the park and he'd see somebody, hi, friend.
2: You know, because everyone
1: to him was a friend. You know, on the flip side, he was never anybody that was going to walk off with someone. Even mm-hmm. another kid, he didn't go run after them. He'd be me me come, you know, so he was always very aware of where he was and that I, you know, somebody I should be with him or his mommy or daddy or whatever, but just loved making, making new friends and everything. And, and we lose that. So often we lose that as we get older, we become cynical and, mm-hmm. and all of these different things. And we take what happened before I put up a post not too long ago, and it said, view your life with kind sight. Mm -hmm. When you look back, stop hitting yourself in the head going, why did I do that? As opposed to, what did I learn? Mm -hmm. You know, we Mm -hmm. we constantly, we beat ourselves up instead of going, okay, you know, if you don't win and lose, you win or you learn. There's always stuff to learn. And that's what I love about this book because it really does have such a lovely message and how all it took was reuniting two friends for the other animals. Again, whether it's the people community, the animal
2: community, it's remarkable. That's right. And you know, when you watch animals, you could learn a lot just by observing them and how they interact with one another. And then you can kind of Learn how to interact with the animals yourself. I know I've done that at the rescue. I watch horses interacting with other horses, horses interacting with pigs or dogs or cats. There's a connection. And we can all learn from that kindness. Not everything is gonna be perfect, we know that. I mean, there are just some animals that sometimes they have issues and you have to work with them. In fact, a lot of the horses that come to the rescue have been abused and we have to work with them and bring them back to rehab them, to bring them back to where they were, as you say, when they were the innocents, like our children. Our children are the innocents, and so are animals, until they're taught not to be innocent. Because I've learned that from, uh, there's a mini there at the rescue, her name's Mama Maddie. She was terribly abused. I don't even wanna tell you what happened, it's awful. She would not come to anyone when we brought her to the rescue. She was so terrified of any humans, but the director, spent a lot of time with Maddie and only Maddie would go to her that's it she would only go to the director I fell in love with Maddie just by watching and she said I'll tell you what Janet you spend time with Maddie and she'll come to you as well and you will connect with her but you're going to have to spend a lot of time I spent almost a year with that horse almost every day just going in watching sitting watching she wouldn't come near me now she can't get enough of me the minute she sees me she neighs. she comes running up to me she lets me hug her i couldn't touch her before because she learned that some humans are not kind that she had to be afraid but when she was young youngin', she wasn't afraid of anybody until she was taught that you know some people are not kind and so it's the same thing with kids The kids are the innocents they are only going to be loving and friendly as long as they're around people who teach them that if they're abused and they're treated unkind, they're going to be the same way. So, again, that's why I wanted to do this book, because we need to be reminded of how kindness is so important, whether it's to other human beings, whether it's to animals, whatever it is, kindness speaks volumes and it's so easy. You know, my mother used to tell me all the time, rest her soul, honey, it's so much easier to be kind than to be mean. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so much easier. Just be kind. And she really inculcated us at a very young age. My dad was the same way. And I think that's why I grew to be, I think, a very kind person and and, and with someone with a loving heart. And again, so easy to be that way if we just try and we're going to live and learn and we're going to make mistakes. And as you say, keep going. It's not about hindsight. It's about kind side. It's about what did you learn from that? And don't repeat that mistake again. You're going to repeat another, you're going to make another mistake, but you don't want to repeat the same mistakes. And it's all about life and learning and living. That's what it's all about. And I'll tell you when we're around children or we're around animals, those innocence remind us about how kindness is so important and how love is so important and how friendship is so important.
1: On that note, think of what Janet just said. We're going to take a quick break, say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be back in just a moment here on Word of Mom Radio.
3: Hi, this is Charlotte Felcher, and welcome to Kid Fun. I'm going to offer a very easy tip for having fun with the kids that comes from my book, Kid Fun. 401 easy ideas for play. Kids love forts, it's very easy to make a fort. Actually, if you have a carton in the house, that's a great fort. They can play in it, they can have a sandwich in it, they can read a book in it, they can bring their stuffed animals in it. But another great way to have a fort is to take a sheet and place it over the kitchen table or the dining room table, and then crawl under it. You and the kids, and you can make it a library. Have story time or a cafe and have a sandwich. That's my fun tip for today. You can get more information like this in my book, which is available at KidFunAndMore.com. She is brave. She is strong. She is you because you're that
1: woman who's got a product or a service that you're looking to promote or you're out there seeking to support other women in business to help women learn, network, and build the businesses of their dreams, because when you win, we win.
4: We all know a survivor. Some of our friends and family have made it through difficult times. Some of us don't make it. Losing a loved one to cancer, a car accident, or any other unfortunate event can be crippling and unavoidable. But one of the hardest subjects to talk about is suicide. Too often our youth decide that leaving this place is easier than facing the struggle forced upon them every day. More than one in four children
1: So take a look at stadiumbags.com. You'll see why you we're your clear choice. Cause safety, it's in the bag. And we're back here on Word of Mom Radio. We are talking with Janet Zapalo about Wapo. I just I love this book. So portions <laughs> of the sale go yes. to help the Coachella Valley Horse Farm, where he exactly
2: lives. Correct? Actually, he's at a he's not there now. He has been transported to another location that's bigger and more conducive. And um, you'll see it in the book. You'll see real pictures in the book, by the way, of the main characters. You'll see Wapo and Lynn. You'll see Wapo and me and how huge he is. You'll see Wapo and Mabel and Bambi and Barney, the main characters in the book. And yes, Dory, part of the proceeds go to support the Coachella Valley Horse Rescue. And uh, people can check them out at cvhorserescue.org if you're in the Coachella Valley they're always looking for good volunteers so please if you're interested check them out cvhorserescue.org and that's also where you can make a donation we'll have that link
1: up on these show pages because really give them some support so you are doing a book tour
2: so how has that been for you (laughs) and what are you coming up It's been so much fun. I can't even tell you, Dory. I've been all over the place from San Diego, La Jolla, L.A. Uh, We're in Florida now. We went to Tampa, Miami. We're on our way. We went to Philadelphia. We're going to New York. (laughs) I mean, we've been all over the place. Then back to San Diego again and back to L.A. When I get on the West Coast again, it's been, I can't even tell you how heartwarming it's been to see these kids. To, to see how excited they are about the book, to see the parents excited when they come up and they go, we need to get a book right now. And I'm like, fantastic. You only want one? What about the other kids in your life? I mean, you can't. I, I just want to get this message out because it's so important. So I've been all over the place, and I've been up close and personal with all these children, and I'm loving it. And we had such an experience in Miami a couple of weeks ago where there was this little girl. She must have been about four years old, going on forty. <laughs> and she had a little brother who was like a year old. And they, I just started clapping. I don't know what I, I just started clapping. And then the baby started clapping in his little diaper and he's running around and she's talking about how she takes care of her brother. And she's so excited about the book, all of four years old. And the whole store started watching and clapping. It was so cute. <laughs> I'm telling you, you just don't know what's going to happen. Things happen organically when you're with kids for sure. And it's just it's been such a thrill for me because I do love children so much and the joy in their faces when they see this book and the joy that I get from being around them. It's nothing but positive. I don't want this tour to end. We're probably going to have to wrap it up uh, in May. And we've been doing this since November. So it's been a long, a long time because the book actually dropped in February, February 1st. But we did pre-sales for the holidays because I wanted to make sure that we got this book out there for the holidays, and we did really well, and now it's just a matter of continually spreading the word, and that's why we're on your show, which, Dory, I can't thank you enough for supporting WAPO, for supporting the messages in the book, and for supporting animal rescue as well. Uh, So, you know, all the way around, what you're doing is so important, and we
1: have our Authors Alley, and we love kids' stories because children's books, that silly thing, reading is fundamental. It's the truth. Mm
4: -hmm. And I
1: remember with both my grandchildren, my kids are like, Mom, they're not listening, and they're trying to flip the pages. It's like, of course they are. They're babies. Keep reading to them. They just, we my grandson and I have our five books that we read for nap time. He has his basket of books, and during the day, he'll pull out a book to read and things. But we have our nap time and bedtime routine. And these books are not negotiable for him. These are his (laughs) books and that's it. And it's amazing because he recognizes words and he'll go and and we'll share the story together. And and he always knows who wrote the book and who illustrated the book because I think it's important for them to know. It's so cute. We finish with The Runaway Bunny by Margaret Wise Brown. This is by Clement Hurd. (laughs) The cutest thing, because he's the one who reads the titles. It's just, it's so much fun. But again, reading to your children, the bonding that you will get from it. Oh, yeah. And the learning, you know, they want you to read the same story over and over and over again. It's Mm -hmm. language development for them. Mm -hmm. It Mm -hmm. helps them work out problem solving and all kinds of things that they're going through. You know, and it's so read that book for the 700th time. Right. Because they don't count. They don't know. They don't have that kind of an attention span than an adult does. They'll finish the book, want to read the book all over again because they just finished that book yesterday. You know,
2: <laughs> that's how yep. it is. So do you plan on writing any more books? Well, when people ask me that, I always say. Yes, but one book at a time. I have many animal stories in my back pocket that also have good life messages and interesting storylines and adventures for kids to experience. But one book at a time, we'll see how well WAPO does. When WAPO sells out, then we're on to our next book. So folks, get out there and grab WAPO. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. Your kids are going to love it. And they will remember. And Dory, you brought up something really important as well. The illustrations in Wapo's Giant Heart, The True Story of the Catholic Kept Growing, are amazing. I looked at a lot of different works by various illustrators. They were all exemplary. But this Laura Kaleja, who actually ended up doing the illustrations for Wapo's Giant Heart, fell in love with him initially and almost begged me to do it. And when she started sending me those sketches and I saw that she captured him, to a T, I said, I don't have to look any further. And she just did a beautiful job. The colors in it, the warmth, uh, you know, with kids and with parents, when they're looking for books for children, it's about the stories. It's also about, it's also about the, the, the eye candy. You want to grab their attention initially. And that's what I think we've done with Wapo's Giant Heart. She had the colors there and the glossy, the shiny cover, I think, is, is eye-catching, and then when you open the book, a lot of people have said the illustrations are really what caught their attention as well, you know, initially, so my hats off to Wendy Perkins, my co-author, and Laura Kaleha for those beautiful illustrations, just incredible work all the way around. I'm so proud. Janet, where can people get the book? Ah, good question, too. <laughs> they can get it on Amazon, of course, they can also get it on my publisher's website at mascotbooks.com and at Barnes and Noble. And of course, I'll get you those link stories so we can put it up for the folks. It'll be nice and easy for them to see where to go to grab this book. And, uh, and then once they have it in their hands, they won't let it go. And I'm telling you, you mentioned something too, Dory, that I think is really important. Kids don't forget these stories even when they grow up. My son is now 34 years old. And we read and read and read when he was little. His vocabulary is incredible. He is a very successful attorney. I'm so proud of him. But his vocabulary, and I think a lot of it had to do with those early reading moments between the two of us. And even to this day, I'll, I'll tease him because one of his favorite books was The Whale with the Polka Dot Tail. And I'd say Brad to him. Even today, I say, Brad, remember The Whale with the Polka Dot Tail down by the bay? And he just cracks up. Because those, you know, books make memories for us. We're bonding with them. We'll talk about this years from now. Do you remember WAPO's Giant Heart? Whatever book it is, there are so many great children's books out there in the great classics. But this is where it all starts. It's that bonding. It's that, that quality, the time that we spend with our children. And it's important time. It's teaching time.
1: What a perfect way to wrap this conversation up. Janet,
2: what do you want to leave our listeners with? Well, I want to thank them for their attention today and for joining us and for being with us and and believing that WAPO's giant heart was worth learning about. Uh, I assure you it is. uh, Let's just make sure we teach our children well. Be kind to one another. Be kind to our children. Be kind to animals and maybe take a little more interest. In animal rescue, there are so many animals out there that need our help, that need a loving, kind, nurturing home. If you can do it, please do, but make sure that you can, because there are a lot of responsibilities, just like children. But I think it's just about opening our hearts and being, uh, you know, receptive to to listening to people's messages, to being uh, a, a good listener, a good friend. Uh, and spreading that word of love and kindness and diversity and acceptance. Uh, I I can't agree with you more.
1: I really can't. It kind of got caught in my throat. Because uh-uh. <laughs> acceptance is key.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: In the mm-hmm. animal world, in the human world, all of it. Yep. We are diverse for a reason. That's right. You know, we are. We're each unique. Every animal, every human Every flower, no matter what it is, everyone, there is the uniqueness that makes the journey so beautiful.
2: So- and that makes each one of us special, right? Because exactly. we are different. Can you imagine if we were all the same, how boring that would be? So Seriously. let's learn from one another, right? The different cultures. It's just, it's fascinating when you look at it that way, right? It's just incredible. Let's, let's capitalize on diversity. You know, this country is a land of immigrants. This country is a melting pot. Let's enjoy it. Let's embrace it. And let's thank God that we are a diverse country, a diverse world, that everybody deserves to be living here everywhere on this planet equally. I'm I'm serious.
1: A thousand percent. So reach out to Janet. You can find her at JanetSapala.com. All of her social media links, all of the links to the book. And to the Coachella Valley Horse Rescue is going to be up on our site, both on Blog Talk and at wordofmomradio.com. Get this book. You're going to love this book. It's so sweet. So, Janet, thank you so much for taking the time to share your first children's book with us. Oh, thank I, you. I hope that it. I can't wait for it to sell out. I know it will. And I look forward to you coming back to share your second book. I really Me do. Me too. Me too, Dory. The power of positive thinking. Thank Absolutely. you again. Absolutely. My pleasure. And for all of you tuning in, thanks for being here. We're going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now.
0: She is sure. She is, sure. She is, strong. She is, strong. She is strong. She is true.